Welcome to the Nordonia Hills Branch Library podcast on nonfiction, a discussion of nonfiction specifically and reading generally. This month's podcast, What is Nostalgia in the 21st Century? If you've listened to the podcast, you know we do try to explore different areas of our nonfiction collection. But as wonderful and eclectic our collection here at the Akron Summit County Public Library is, millions of book volumes and other resources, our collection is by no means on the scale of a place like, say, the Library of Congress. There are a couple hundred thousand books published each calendar year. And we do not have the size, the budget, or the ability to collect every single one of them for our libraries. Now, over the years, we've overcome this by offering patrons the interlibrary loan. That's where you could come into the library and ask for some book, and we could try and find it from the collections throughout the country. As an example, A number of years ago here at Nordonia Hills Branch, we had a patron come in and requested a book on U.S. Navy chaplains from the beginning of the 20th century. There was actually a book written just on that particular niche subject. We were able to find a book and was shipped to Nordonia Hills Library for the patron's benefit, and it came all the way from Oregon in the Pacific Northwest. Now, the interlibrary loan program went on for a number of years. In fact, it's still available today for those really hard-to-find books. But it doesn't get nearly as much use as it used to because it has been replaced by a different program, which, in our shorthand, we just call Search Ohio. Search Ohio is a consortium of different libraries throughout the state of Ohio which offer to share their materials with each other for the patron's benefit. Because of that... You, the Akron Summit County Library patron, have access to over 70 million books and other items. Search Ohio encompasses most of the larger systems in the state. So you have Cuyahoga County and Columbus, Cincinnati, Dayton, Toledo, Canton, and others. Now the other half of our consortium borrowing privileges that we offer to patrons is OhioLink. It encompasses the collections of most every university in the state of Ohio. If there's circulating items in these universities' libraries, you most likely will be able to borrow them right from your Nordonia Hills branch library. After doing this podcast for over four years, I knew we would come along and find a book that caught our fancy that was outside of our collection. And this month, we have one. That book is called Consumed Nostalgia, Memory in the Age of Fast Capitalism by Gary Cross. This book is an exploration of exactly what nostalgia is, what it has been over the years, and how much our consumer culture influences today's ideas of nostalgia, of memory. The author explains that nostalgia, in its classic definition, was more a feeling of sentimental loss or memory for something that had passed by, that was no longer with us, that had faded away. For immigrants, nostalgia was more a memory of 
their former town or village that they came from before they immigrated to a new country or a new land. For individuals, nostalgia was more those items that were passed down from generation to generation, the family heirlooms, those specific personal items or artifacts that were precious enough to be taken when they moved and to be passed down when their elders were no longer with them. Another type of nostalgia was the fashions or styles that represented a bygone era, a distinctive pattern of design or construction of objects. This type of nostalgia, that of fashion or style, was not based so much in longing for a former residence or a home no longer lived in. This was more a type of nostalgia that was based in material goods. Art, clothing, jewelry, furnishings, architecture, etc. Nostalgia for certain types or styles can be seen in the revivals of these styles every so often, say neo-colonial or neoclassical architecture, or other types of furniture coming back into vogue. But the fourth form of nostalgia that Mr. Cross deals with in this book primarily is that that he exclusively consigns to the 20th century and beyond. This type of nostalgia is not nostalgia for a former place that you lived, or a place where your family came from, or even the items that your ancestors passed down to you. This nostalgia is based on your own personal experiences growing up. This type of nostalgia is rooted in the consumer culture that has been provided for this country and elsewhere since the end of World War II. And in explaining his thesis, the author has laid out a number of wonderful chapters detailing different facets of his theory. That is where the strength of this book lies. He does not hang his hat, metaphorically speaking, on just one example of his theory. He goes into some details in a number of different areas, one of which, if not more, may resonate with the reader. He starts off with toy collecting. How men and women collect the toys of their youth. The women collect the dolls that they grew up with. Men collect the toys that they grew up with. Because of this, the second-hand toy markets are constantly cycling through the years, about 30 to 50 years behind when those toys were first brand new. For the millennials who grew up in the 80s and 90s, the Care Bears or the Cabbage Patch Kids or the Transformers may have a lot more nostalgic value than it would be to someone who grew up in an earlier decade. For those kids growing up in the 50s, It was all about Roy Rogers and Dale Evans, Howdy Doody, and Davy Crockett. So our first exploration is that of people collecting toys to reconnect them with their own personal experience of youth. From there, we proceed to the car culture. Those people who spent their teens and 20s building hot rods and other types of street vehicles. And today we can see examples of that car culture in the cruise-ins during the summer at local restaurants or watering holes. From the car culture, we proceed into examples from media, in music, as well as in television. There's a fascinating exploration on the radio culture and how certain radio stations are stuck in a certain era, and how other radio stations, in pursuit of ratings and therefore money, will change their formats and adjust their music to reach the age group that they're looking for. 
So whereas a few years ago they were looking for a demographic that grew up in the 70s, now they've shifted and now they're looking for the demographic that grew up in the 80s. And they will proceed to do that on into the future. For television, the book looks at retro TV and all the different shows of our past and how they're still command ratings and are popular even today. They help to reconnect people to their youth. Then finally, the book takes a look at two different and distinct types of destinations that people will travel to and how one is more popular, the other not so much. And he looks at all of these through the lens of nostalgia. The first type of destination is your historic destination. The examples he gives are Sturbridge Village in New England, Old World Wisconsin in Wisconsin, and Henry Ford and Greenfield Village up in Michigan. He details the history of each of these three destinations and how they were originally envisioned as a way for people of today to connect to Americans from the past. But as the nature of society and culture has changed over the years since their respective foundings, these various destinations have had to scramble to keep up with the changing times to still attract visitors. The flip side of this coin is what we consider today the classic resort destination, and of course the prime example of this is Disneyland. Cross compares and contrasts the people who visit the historic destinations with those who visit the resort destinations, and finds how one is more popular than the other because they've converted what would be on its face a simple trip to a destination into somewhat of a pilgrimage, as he calls it. So the author, in under 250 pages, 246 to be exact, covers cars, toys, songs, teleplays from television, places, and he also touches on souvenirs as well, all reflecting his hypothesis about nostalgia and how it has changed in an era of mass-produced goods and the consumer culture. As he summarizes in the end of his book, Nostalgia has come a long way. The homesickness that once drove this longing has largely been replaced by a desire to recover the things and experiences of a novelty-driven consumer society. Nostalgia today is mostly for things, not home, religion, or politics. It has evoked and lived through objects and media owned or encountered personally. Now, Cross tries to take a very even-handed approach to this and does not try to be too harsh on the people who embrace this type of nostalgia. Indeed, in his conclusion, he does state that the simple fact is that we do need things of memory. We fill our lived spaces with objects that aren't useful, but then instead serve to stabilize and order the mind. He does challenge the reader to try and separate memory from consumption, to have more time for reflection and recollection as opposed to just glomming on to objects just because you happen to have them when you were a kid. He is not too technical or stilted in his language. For a book that is published through University Press, it is eminently readable, and it goes quickly. If you are a person who collects things, or if you consider yourself a hopeless romantic 
or a nostalgia buff, you will find something of interest in these pages. Because of the wide-ranging nature of the topics that Cross takes on in this book, some of our secondary books this month for the podcast cover the niches from his book. So, for instance, if you were interested in the television aspect of nostalgia, I would refer you to the classic television reference, A Mirror of Societal Changes Via the Tube by Hank Moore. For the toy collectors out there, I might suggest Toys of the 50s, 60s, and 70s by Kate Roberts and Adam Scheer. For a look at nostalgia and modernity, I would suggest Time Passing by Sylvianne Agashinsky. And for those of you who think nostalgia is a whole bunch of hooey, I would suggest The Way We Never Were, American Families and the Nostalgia Trap by Stephanie Kuntz. All four of those books are available in your Akron Summit County Public Library catalog. So here we reach the end of this month's podcast. I would highly recommend Consumed Nostalgia. It is a brilliant book. For an author to take on such a broad and diverse series of subjects and bring a book home in such a cogent and logical manner is a triumph. It is well worth your time to read it. It is one of the over 70 million items that are available to you, our library patron there at Nordonia Hills, via the Search Ohio slash Ohio link system. Join us again next month when we'll discover another topic together on nonfiction. Until then, we hope to see you at your Nordonia Hills Branch Library. Music by 20 Riverside, provided by Mevio's Music Alley, music.mevio.com. Thank you for listening.